Hey everyone, I'm Halise Beast. I am a video producer and digital storyteller. Hi, and I'm Mr. Halise, and I just want to have fun. On I just want to have fun, and I'm a nurse. <laughs> do you want to do that again? No. Okay. <laughs> one take. Is... Everything. One take. <laughs> this is the Beast Cat. <laughs> Roll the music. This is the Beast Cast, your favorite aunt and uncle, sitting and talking about married life and things like such as... It's good to meet you. It's good to meet you. So today's topic, we're in the week of Thanksgiving. Gobble. Gobble, gobble, and things like such as. Um, for those of y'all who are maybe not in the United States, listening slash watching... Or certain westernized countries. Yeah, we are celebrating Thanksgiving this week. Um, it is a time that is meant to... I mean, colonialism or whatever, but you know, the idea of it is pure, I guess, which is that you're supposed to be grateful and thankful for what you have and remember that. Um, and we do that by essentially having a large dinner, ideally with family or people that you feel close enough to, to call family um, and just remember what you have and be grateful for what you have. And so that's the idea around Thanksgiving. You know, of course, in true fashion, we've manipulated it to be absurdity, but that's the original notion. So it's an over-romanticized, um, it's an over-romanticized event, which references a historical dinner that the original colonizers had where they invited the natives. Now, if you think about it, that's more of a survival, uh, like instinct Mm. or a survival mechanism. Um, because think about it. You outnumbered. Yeah. So, of course, you're going to invite the natives or right. the locals in, right? And then shortly afterwards, once they started, you know, oh, we have a big enough number, then we'll just go in. But, you know, history. Anyway, uh, now we have this romanticized holiday. And we figured it'd be good to, you know, f- talk about the idea of being grateful and being thankful. Um, and also what it is to be blessed yes and then lastly the privilege of hardship yeah so something that i've been harping on for a while yeah so this that's what this beast cast episode is going to be like it's going to be a little christian themed if you will because well well let's backtrack we're going to be coming at this mostly from a christian perspective so um but I think you can take you can take stuff out of this, whether you believe in a higher power that you choose to call God or not. Yeah, I mean, we're not forcing you, you know, we're not forcing you into God or like a Christian yeah. version of God. We're not Bible thumping. We're not being evangelical about this. Right. Um, but a lot of a lot of how we try to dictate being the best versions we can be of ourselves <laughs> is based on our faith. That's how we're going to kind of focus it in this episode is going to come very much from the faith perspective. So something that people often talk about um, is bless, being blessed and what blessings are, but they definitely come at it from sort of hashtag culture, you know, if you will. Right. Of, ooh, look at this new car, hashtag blessed. Or, ooh, got that six-figure salary, hashtag blessed. (laughs) You know? And I... For me, I don't think that's a very accurate depiction of what blessings actually are. And I agree. So we're going to make sure we're as studious about this as possible 
How does the dictionary define blessed? So I'm going with the Oxford English Dictionary, right? Because it has these two specific definitions. Um, so one, and the way that we perceive this hashtag blessed culture is more of to be endowed with divine favor and or protection. Yeah. So In divine favor. Right. So it's like, oh. Materialistically, things are working out for you because a greater power is like bestowing those things upon you constantly. Or like you deserved it. Yeah, above everyone else. Right. That, I guess, is not blessed or not highly favored by the divine. Or not as favored by the divine. Yeah, not as favored by the divine, yeah. And so, like, to run off of this, it's it's like, are you always going to be praising? And again, we're bringing in this Job moment. We love the Job moment. Love the Job moment. But yeah, so will you always be praising him? Will you use hashtag blessed when you find out that those test results show something that nasty? Yeah. When you find out that, oh, uh, I'm being, I'm, I'm being fired from my job. Yeah. Will you still use that hashtag? Yeah. Will you still use the hashtag blessed when, from your perspective as a human, everything isn't actually going your way. Everything seems to be falling apart. So really, when, we, when you see the word blessed, a lot of times it's actually in reference to things that you would not say hashtag blessed about. So, Such as? So in Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 through 12, I'll paraphrase a few of the things that Jesus says are blessings. Mm -hmm. So blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who are hungry and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. So it talks about these people in the moment as they try to do the best that they can um, and struggle through that. That's the blessing, is struggling through that. And it was also the militant way of just Jesus being, right. where it's like going against that society and also any society, even our current societies. Right, the Pharisees and stuff, yeah. Right, and then it's also the parable of, is, is it the parable of the rich man? Yeah, where it's more difficult for that person to go and follow. No, truly I tell you that it that it is impossible for the rich man, like paraphrasing, the rich man to get into heaven, right? right. Like more or less, that's what it was. Right, right. Because, yeah, he's got everything he needs here. Well, no, but yeah, what, what is what is it that you are putting before anything else? And it is your material goods. Yeah. Yeah. It's deep, bro. So. And then also Ecclesiastes. One of my favorite books of the Bible is Ecclesiastes. And I read it every couple of years because at each phase of my life, I always kind of either gain something new from it or am reminded of to be like put back into the right frame of mind with approaching life overall. And so um, one of my favorite sections of Ecclesiastes is chapter 7, verse 14. When times are good, be happy. But when times are bad, consider God has made the one as well as the other. Huh. So remind yourself <laughs> that there are no such things as good or bad. Right. Because to God... What is our, like, finite understanding of good or bad? There are no qualifiers. There are just things. Right, yeah. That affect you. Yeah, and it's also 
it's about understanding that I th- like something, especially culturally. So as a, as a black American, something culturally, a lot of us that are in the Christian faith will talk about is like, Ooh, the devil stay busy. You know? <laughs> That's what you'll hear us say a lot. Oh, the devil's busy. The devil's at work. And it's kind of like, actually, that's just God too. The bad things, I'm using air quotes, the bad things that you perceive that are happening to you, God is bringing those into your life as well. And I often feel like it's about discerning what God is trying to show you through those moments. What are you meant to gain from it? Um, Or is God trying to help you transition into the person that God knows you're meant to be? And what you're feeling is the resistance of that. Because if you think about it, there is no absence of God. There is always God. It's just whether or not you choose to go into his embrace or turn your back to him. Mm. But just because your, your back is to him doesn't mean that he is not there. Right. Yeah. And I think to tie this into what we've been going through, you know, I've, I know for me, I had hit a moment earlier on this year where I think it says in a video like, oh, it's well with my soul, everything that's happening. And when this is, then this will end. When God deems it's time for this to end, it will. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, All I can really do is be on my P's and Q's and try to keep discerning from the situation what I'm meant to discern from it. And something that I've realized now is that I don't know if I would have gone freelance if we didn't have the house situation happen. And I have a paradigm shift of understanding of just like what's really a plan. And that's like (laughs) that's a rap quote actually from Jay-Z. It's like you want to hear God laugh, tell him your plans. Right. (laughs) Now that's just a common um, anecdote. Or right, an anecdote, yeah, it's, but, a, it's a common quip, uh, if thing. you will. There you go. Yeah. But that's kind of true, you know. It was kind of like having everything that happened to us this year has really shifted my perspective. And I know that the friction that I feel in my life right now is God at work. Mm. And it's scary, you know. It's always scary when God decides some things need to happen to you announcement time so thank you so much for listening to this beast cast wherever you're listening um something that would be really cool is if you wherever you're listening to us write us a review let us know what you think of this beast cast so that way we can make it better um we always love a good critique because criticism is how you get better that's how you create a better product for people to consume or find usefulness out of unless your comment is y'all be trash yeah i mean be constructive with your feedback yeah it's hard to say well okay (laughs) but how are we trash define trash (laughs) is trash a good thing i don't know maybe in your slang trash is great i don't know so be constructive with your yeah exactly be constructive with your feedback please um. <laughs> also, if you download the Anchor app, it's free. And if you do listen to us on Anchor, you can leave a voicemail. Yes, we would love to get your voicemails. Some of y'all have sent a voicemail already. and We listened. We love them. Hi, Nikki. Um, but yeah, send us a voicemail. If you don't feel like typing, that's not your, your bag. Leave us a voicemail. Yeah. We'd appreciate it. And another, th- and finally, um, if the spirit moves you, you can support this podcast via Anchor. Um, you can give a monthly amount. I think they have three different tiers, or you can have a custom amount as well. So if the spirit moves you, you want to keep this podcast going every week um, and support in that way, thanks yeah. in advance. And thanks for being here. And thank you for being here. Yeah, either way, whether you stumbled upon us or or not. <laughs>
We're happy you're here. (laughs) Back to the Beast cast. That's a good transition back to the definitions. Yes, they made a comeback. They are coming back. You thought I forgot. Um, So again, another way... You need the gorilla actual voice, though. You gotta be preachy about it. Say what you need to say. (laughs) I'm just saying, like the the, so the other definition of being blessed is uh, bringing pleasure or relief as a welcome contrast to what one has previously experienced. The way that we and I, well, I don't know if I can speak for you, but the way that I see you probably can the blessing now is that we, if we can get to a point where we can get past this burden. Um, and we're actually, now that we can see that there's a, a, a deadline, that there's a goal, that there are steps that we can take. Now I look back on this year where we had, where we were devoid of hope, where we were devoid of options, where we were treading water in the ocean to that video, <laughs> link to the video, um, in this endless vast ocean with no end in sight. So seeing and coming face to face with hopelessness and now looking back on it in retrospect, I am, I, I cannot even imagine. I, well, no, I, I don't even know how to, how to phrase it. It's just, it's, it's night and day. And am I actually grateful enough or am I waiting for it to, am I waiting for this, transition this like churn that we're going through to end am i not being grateful enough wow that's interesting <laughs> but i, I think way? we are truly well hmm? what and you are you not being grateful enough in what in what regard because what there was there's relief of the of the hopelessness that you and i felt right. like that that deep depression mm-hmm. yeah. now you have to go through i mean i guess I mean, I should be grateful. Like, I'll be more grateful once it finally comes to an end. Yeah. But am I, I don't think I'm grateful enough. Like, I am not reflecting enough on that, that things have changed. For you mentally? For, yeah, just like I am not acknowledging the blessing that is there. That's interesting. What an ungrateful little poop. <laughs> um, well, I got some more reflection to... To take well i mean that's also something that i talked to you about just to digress no, where i fine. felt like i wasn't like was i being grateful enough for what we have now right yeah because my thing was always like i had hit a moment in my own time i had hit a moment where i was like this is unfortunate the situation we're in but i am content still in spite of it it is not an ideal situation, but I'm all is good. I'm good. You know, I'm not waking up every morning feeling hopeless or feeling lost. I'm having moments of that, but it's not my general being. Whereas for you, it was overwhelming. It was very much, it was really taxing on me. Um, but so that's a hardship. And this whole thing has been a hardship that we, that we feel like we've had, and this is another good transition into what I believe, and I've just come to the realization of the privilege of hardship, right? Mm. So in this very westernized, this very privileged setting that we are in, in these affluent countries that we live, um, we have the opportunity to know 
what hardship is because you have to have a lot in order to feel like there's a small deficit and you're like, oh man, I'm having such a hardship right now where you're not living in a war zone, where you're not um, like experiencing uh, like systematic uh, poverty, where you're not um, experiencing widespread disease. Um, When you think about these other scenarios where that that deficiency is actually their day-to-day life. Right. So there is no hardship. There is just their reality, their existence. So you have that privilege and you should acknowledge it that all these things that you think are, are wrong or all these things that you think are bad are, are nothing. It's only because you have so much that you can know that there's, that you can feel that there's a deficiency. Yeah. So check it. Ooh. I mean, that's a mic drop moment right there. I don't know what I can really add to the conversation. Um. Well, I mean, and just to tie it into everything that we were going through, one of the biggest things that I grappled with, and I never even, it never wrapped up, like I never came to terms with it, was the fact that we were going through what we were going through. We were going through the fact that we were displaced. We were going through the fact that we paid a lot of money, put money on the credit cards. We spent money from the savings, Mm -hmm. um, all to be in this situation that we were at. Mm -hmm. And yet we both had functioning cars that we could afford gas for. Neither of us lost our job. Neither of us lost our jobs. You have very well-paying jobs. You were able to go freelance. I was able to go freelance. I was able to take on even more risk technically. We were able to afford groceries. A lot of people can't even afford to pay for either groceries or gas. Right, they got to choose. Yeah. yeah. Um, you were able to upgrade some of your equipment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, all these things, we were able to rely on family for some for housing. Or if you were in a shelter, I mean, we would not even be able to, I mean, like intimacy. The fact right. that my wife and I could have intimacy yeah. in moments. Yeah. Like... What, what is the luxury of that? And so I felt that there was, I felt like I was lacking, but then I also like, I could see, like, I could see the scale balancing. You're living a very privileged life, but then I would say, well, no, but look at where I'm at. And then I could never see the good and I would just oscillate. And those feelings just fluctuated and it put me in flux. And I just, I could never find equilibrium. Mm. Um, And that was, those were some of the biggest like demons. That was the, that was what I was facing. Like what I was trying to come to terms with. I wonder, and that's, I think that's also how you can build sort of like a resentment which you see in the Bible a lot, actually, a resentment towards God. Like, if, I feel like a lot of times people will have those moments of, like, why has God forsaken me? Why has God put me in this situation? Why has God taken so much from me? You know? Mm-hmm. And it is beyond, like, it is beyond your comprehension what God is doing in your life. Which is, again, something that we've alluded to at a previous video. Right. 
Um, it's beyond your comprehension what God is doing in your life and what God is like breaking you down. I feel like I had hit a moment where I could see, I could see what God is doing in our lives and breaking us down to possibly become. Right. If we remain receptive to it. Um, I still don't quite know exactly what it is, but I can feel it happening. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I felt I was waiting for you to find your own way. Because everyone comes to that realization in their own way, right? If they ever do at all, I guess. But I was waiting for you to find that realization for yourself. So, I mean, so here's the challenge during this week. I mean, the theme is Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. Um, I would challenge you to not be thankful for the things that you have but to take that second definition of blessed and to be thankful for the things that you have in light of, let's say, another instance in time where you were devoid, like truly devoid of something. Yeah. So I don't even know where to put that. But let's say, oh, I'm hopefully you find yourself in a surrounding where you were um, with loved ones with food on the table. And if not, um, truly, I sympathize for you yeah. because the pain that you feel is real. I can at least imagine it. If if you are being if you can put yourself in that position, then know, well, I had food. I can afford food on this day as opposed to before where I would I could only eat lunch meat or I could only afford you know. And then but and then I would take it a step further though to recognize that contrast and realize that it is because you came from that con it's because you had that deficit that you are now experiencing what you have right for the better you know and then challenge what deficit is you know yeah even though you you feel like you are lacking something acknowledge the other things that you're not lacking all the other and it's not all the other good things but just all the other things that make your life what it is whether that's your faith or whether that's your family whether that's your health or or the food in your stomach or the experiences that you've had yeah and be thankful for that and just just truly have an appreciation for the good and bad, the right and wrong, the, the fullness and emptiness. Yeah, because then I think it is, it is truly in the hardships that you realize who you are, like who you are and what you want to become. Yep. Um. What did it? What what do they be saying? Iron sharpens iron, if you will. All of those quips that you see, there is some validity <laughs> right. to those quips. You know, um, the hardships that you face truly do, ideally, encourage you or give you the fortitude and the strength to be better. If you had asked me a year ago if I would be able to endure something like this. Oh, yeah. We I would not have believed you. Or like if someone came up to me a year ago and said like, oh, you're going to be displaced. You're going to live with your parents. This is going to happen. For a year. Blah, 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 Actually, blah. Actually over a year probably. Yeah. You know, all these things are going to happen. And, you know, prepare thine self. <laughs> it's like, would we even be married at that right. point? Would we have ripped each other apart? Right. Yeah. So, you know, think about it. Yeah. Another thing you can do actionably is something I used to do too, is have a grateful jar. Because being grateful and, and having like thankfulness in your life, just like anything else, it's a muscle that you have to flex. 
um, and practice. It is a practice. And so what I would do is I had a grateful jar. I would have a little jar next to my bedside and some paper and a pen. And as things would happen that I was grateful that they happened, I would write the date on the back and then I would write it down in the paper and fold it and put it in the jar. So that by the end of the year, and I think I have a few videos on the channel that show me opening the grateful jar and going through it because I document my life on the channel. So a lot of times I did have some footage or photos to go along with those grateful moments. I would present all of that to you all. And it was a way for me to constantly recognize the, the experiences and the, and like what I was grateful for in my life. So maybe you don't have, maybe your grateful jar is just your phone and keeping a little note on your phone about little things that happen to you that you're grateful about. You know, it is a state of mind. You can, you can always strive for more, but you can be content in any situation. Be fulfilled. Mm. Be full in mind, body, and spirit. Yeah. And have a great week. Yeah. I hope wherever you are, you're having a lovely, fulfilled experience with people that care about you. Mm-hmm. that's all you can really do. Never mind if you have turkey or not. What's a turkey? It was almost the national bird. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, because they were, they were everywhere. They're everywhere in this place. Oh, right. They are everywhere. All eagles are like to the Pacific Northwest. Like, yeah, they're very specifically located. Yeah. Turkeys, however. And they were endangered for the longest time. Like turkeys, They still are, aren't they? I'm not. I mean, if you think about the hardy turkey, they just grow up wherever, man. Resilient. Be like the turkey. They pull themselves up by their bootstraps. <laughs> And they gobble. <laughs> and they gobble it all up. But damn, are they tasty. Yeah, they're delicious. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving to yeah. our North American friends and family that are watching slash listening. We wish you well. And we'll see you next week. Yeah.